0: what's up everybody this is the sons of saturday checking in on august 8th at 357 almost four o'clock pacific standard time my name is billy ray mitchell calling in from san diego california but i have been all over the mid and southwest these past few days. We'll definitely go uh go over that as well. Midwest. We mid whatever, mid southeast, i don't know. Uh we also welcome Pat Finn, Pat Finn in Charlotte. Pat has some big uh has some big news going on in Charlotte. I see some boxes behind him, Pat. Would you would you like to share your uh your big news or big move? We're making a big move. That's that's we'll just give the teaser.
1: We're making a big move.
0: Okay. All right. More information (laughs) to follow later. More information to follow later. Um, But as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Main Street Pharmacy, located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia. We talk about it all the time how much the Blacksburg community means to us, how much we care about giving back to the Blacksburg community, and how much we want to support local business. Well, guess what? Local business has supported us and allowed us to produce this podcast and bring you guys some of the awesome stuff that we've brought forward. Couldn't be more helpful. Couldn't be more thankful for the helpfulness of Main Street Pharmacy. If you guys need prescriptions, if you guys need toilet paper, if you guys need tissues, if you guys need lotion, some of y'all like in college never used lotion and, you know, skincare is extremely important. So head on down to Main Street Pharmacy and go copy <laughs> some of that cocoa or shea butter uh, and take care of your skin, especially with the winter months coming around in that dry air. That dry mountain air. You gotta take care of your skin, guys. Gotta do it. Um. Anyway, so our first big thing. Uh, we have we have two big things, and we were trying to figure out what the third big thing is. But you know what's important is being organized. Without organization, you end up like fifth grade Billy Ray, who has uh, you know, countless pages in his locker. He's trying to find his uh, his essay that he wrote at twelve o'clock that was due at one o'clock in his locker. It's all jumbled. No. We're trying to be more organized, not like fifth grade Billy Ray. So, we got some programming updates for what you can expect coming up. Had some great interviews. If you have not, I strongly suggest you go back and check out our interviews with Brad Worthman and Evan, with James, Brock, and Braxton, and with Coach Ham. It's been a great three weeks, a fantastic three weeks of insight into Virginia Tech with the season right around the corner. But what's to come? What do, what do we have to what do we have to look forward to? Why am I subscribing to your podcast? Why am I not just tuning out after that? Well, here's what we got coming up. David Hale put out a graphic the other day, and I've been talking about how worried I am about our wide receiver room. David Hale's talking about us having the best wide receiving core in the ACC. So, we dialed up the beep beep beep. Pat gave David Hale a call. David Hale will be joining the podcast on the 22nd. What else is going on? Guest appearances. The Sons of Saturday are collaborating with Don V Fridays and going to be on this episode of Don V Fridays coming out on this Friday. So please check that out. Evan Hughes, Blacksburg, absolute legend and just all around savage human being. Um, He's friends with Jim Nance he's going to come on our podcast and be friends with us. And we're going to talk about his fantastic move and becoming the voice of Virginia tech for baseball and men's basket and women's basketball and some other awesome things going on in his career. And also we're going to talk to John laser, the voice of the Virginia tech Hokies about the upcoming season. And then Pat, what is our commitment to everybody else? We're talking about a lot of external stuff. What kind of
1: internal stuff are we working on here? (laughs) Billy Ray with the roadmap, love, love a plan, love a roadmap, uh, our season preview. We're going to put together a season preview episode. And we will be putting that out next week. So we should be recording that around this time uh, a week from today. Uh, so expect that to hit the feed Monday morning. That's what we're committing here. So yeah, thanks for listening to the, uh, to the programming update and let's roll into the rest of the big things here. But first, Got to give a shout out to our friends over at the hub on campus, the hub Blacksburg. There's a lot of places you can live in Blacksburg. You know, everyone needs somewhere to sleep. You know, you might, you might want to chef it up in the kitchen. You know, you need to bathe. You need a place above your head to shelter you uh, in between those classes, in between those, you know, the fun weekends in Blacksburg. The hub on campus Blacksburg is the premier living situation if you are a student at Virginia Tech, or even if you're not, you know, even if, if you're a Blacksburg townie and, and you know, just want to check out a cool place to live, go check out the hub. I, I am not dissuading you from the hub, even if you're not a student, because, I mean, the place has like jacuzzis and hot tubs. It's got a great gym, unbelievable pool facilities, and they're always running deals. Bill, what were you saying? The deal was $100 off all four by four
0: plans? off all four by four plans and you get $700 when you sign. I mean, there's a lot of irresponsible things that I could do with $700. So, I mean,
1: and there's probably some responsible things that you could do with $700. Like I I could paint the picture all I can uh, with my words here, but go on the website and look at the pictures for yourself. I mean, just beautiful images. You know, these are stock photos, but I'm sure it will look just like this when the hub is ready and it is going to be ready. So go check out the hub, sign your lease at the hub, tell them the sons of Saturday sent you. Okay. So this is point number two in our, in our three big things here. Had a big week camp started fall camp had spring camp in the spring. And then, you know, players lead a lot of stuff during the summer months and workouts and whatnot. And then you jump into the fall and the fall is where you build on everything from the spring as well as some of the newcomers coming in, Bill. I guess from uh, from your perspective, you know, having gone through camp, transition from from spring camp to fall camp. Talk about you know how important that transition is, and kind of like well, what the vibe is usually uh, going into camp at the beginning of August. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, it's one of the. It's funny. I was just talking to this uh, about this with uh, with Tyler Fitzgerald. You have to understand this is one of the hardest things that most people will go through uh, as college athletes um from a schedule perspective you're looking at you know waking up at five or six in the morning lifting weights um go into your first quote unquote practice which is usually a walkthrough um and then you do some recovery catch a nap. some people will end up having classes then you have your first official practice uh, when the pads go on the left pads on uh after that do some sort of recovery maybe a lift um Again, maybe catch a nap, maybe eat something and then go to class. And then again, you're coming back for practice. Um, first, you watch film, then you go to practice, you'll eat dinner, and then everybody's watching film together, and then you're done seven thirty, eight 8 o'clock. So it's literally from 5 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock every day of, uh, of football. But this is where everything comes together. Uh, we always say that spring is kind of when you find out who the guys are going to be, what kind of team you're going to have. Those summer workouts are where you build that camaraderie. You're able to take a step forward in the playbook and kind of learn everything at a deeper level. And then when summer comes around, that's where everything comes together. You put those pieces together. um, You're going through something extremely hard together. I'm most excited about having guys like Braxton Burmeister have a full summer to be able to get through um, his progressions and learn this offense. Or guys like Raheem Blackshear to really lock in. Jaden Payute. Uh, there are so many newcomers or guys that were um, not as relied on last year that are going to need to step up and play a huge part in what this football team is going to be. Um, and just wishing everybody a safe and healthy camp. Uh, need to stay healthy through camp uh, and really take a step forward with uh, our understandment, as Coach Vice would say, uh, with the playbook. I
1: think depth is so important for this team, but um, you know when there's not as much depth as you would anticipate that's where staying healthy is going to be so important. And it feels like every year there's, you know, an impact player an offensive lineman, someone gets hurt in fall camp. Last year it was Jaden payute Um, I think it was it like the beginning of camp, the end of camp. I don't remember, but don't it was also crazy because of COVID and everything. Um, so hoping everyone stays healthy. Coach Fu said it, um, that they're going to do, they got to fit 25 days of practice into 29 days, which is pretty wild considering, you know, how hard the guys are going. Um, but it sounds like they're doing six days on take a day off the next five days on take a day off four days on and then a day off. Um, it's just horrible. It's
0: horrible planning. The NCAA needs to find a way to make this a little bit easier for student athletes. Um, I I know that you're partially trying to make it so that camp doesn't go on forever. Um, But this is just way, way too much to get done in a very short period of time. Um, And the coaches are going to take those practices across the country. Uh, It just doesn't seem like this is the smartest way to do it, but everybody's kind of following the same rules. Um, So again, just hoping everybody can stay healthy.
1: You know, great to see that I always get excited about is the digital media team just putting out content. It's on a daily basis at this point. Um, Sometimes you might get multiple clips a day that Jordan long and some of the other folks on the digital media team are putting together clips and snippets from practice. You know, we, we saw a lot of good stuff over the past few days. I think they've really stepped it up. They've done a phenomenal job. Um, It's been
0: kind of one of the focal points of, uh, of negativity. Honestly, Kind of understand, actually fully understandable, uh, but they have taken a huge step forward, not only in keeping in tune of what other accounts are tweeting, ACC Network, different folks, people tweeting about stuff that alumni are doing, um, but also giving us that peek behind the uh, curtain that we wanted to see for so long. Um, I, I know the other day they had something just as simple and it's easy stuff. Just as simple as seeing the guys getting, getting in the ice tub. Uh, you know, I'm looking here. We got uh, a, two attack of Iloa throwing to Isaiah Ford, Isaiah Ford, who's had a great camp with Miami, by the way, um, really hoping to see him end up on that roster. Um, but it's been, it's been really good. It's been a combination of a lot of content, but also very well put together. Um, so I definitely want to tip my cap to the social media team. Um, aside from that, uh, I want to do something here and Pat, you mentioned it have been through camp, uh, kind of know what's, what's going on there with practice. If anybody sees something on social media or has a random question, uh, about stuff that we're doing, um, feel free to tag sons of Saturday in a video with a question. Uh, we can add it to the letters from the lunch pail would be happy to kind of walk through what's going on there. Uh, I want to also tip my cap to Mike Olak, who had a couple of really, really good articles come out the last couple of days detailing um, the White Helmets, which I saw a bunch of people had questions on. Uh, yes, that is for the Leadership Council, uh, which is um, essentially... Uh, Folks on the team who are uh, elected to have decisions making with uh, jerseys, uh, bridge the gap between player and coach uh, whenever there seems to be something that the entire team is thinking and maybe they want to bring that up to the coaches. Um, So that's what the Leadership Council is. That is what the White Helmets are doing. Some other questions that I've seen, um, I saw that Andy Bitter posted, I'm sure he knows what this drill is, but some other people may have not. Uh, he's posted a video of uh, all the skill guys doing this drill where they're holding a football and then dropping to the ground, chopping their feet, uh, getting up. Um, so this is actually the ball security drill. Uh, they do this at the beginning of practice every single day. Um, if you go back, you can see that we have done a much better job uh, not fumbling the football. Over the past few years, ball security has been a big focus. And I know that third down was a massive focus in spring. I'm sure it's going to be a massive focus in the fall, as well, in the summer as well. Um, but that is a ball security drill. So essentially, the entire team lines up that's on offense. Um, and they uh, go through a bunch of different movements. Meanwhile, coaches or other players or managers will be trying to knock the ball out. If they do knock the ball out, I mean, I've seen it happen. It's just not a ton of fun for the, for the skill position group. So it's a way of harnessing and working on that. Uh, saw some other, I I saw an an idiot account that is always doing idiot stuff on Twitter. Uh, challenge asking about a Braxton Burmeister pass. He threw a comeback, uh, route, um, I, I don't know, man. It is a burner. It's not Matt Hasselback breaking this down. It's not, uh, you know, we don't have uh, Tyrod Taylor over here giving his isn't opinion. It, isn't it the uh, the, exit light, the Exit Light Enter Podcast guys? It's the Exit Light Enter Podcast guys who, and you know what? I really, I tried, Pat. I tried. I, I've you did try. Them. I've spoken to them on the phone. I've told people, hey, look, man, just be nice to these Southwest Virginia guys. You know, I talked to them on the phone. They're They're not... They're not bad people, but they don't stop. They clearly love the attention. It's Kim Kardashian, super light with football. And they're just, they drive me nuts. Anything that happens, they're out here commenting. The guy, I would love to see that guy throw a football and see what uh, what it looks like. But that's how you're supposed to throw a comeback route. Um Exit light, enter podcast. Please exit stage to the left. Um, you're just driving us crazy. Can't stand it. But he got his attention. We're talking about him. So mission accomplished, I suppose. Um,
1: so um, looking forward to their next episode. Uh, okay. Uh, so, some, thing, some things that I wrote down here. Uh, you got some bites from Coach Fu, Coach Corn. He's been and, fun. The media stuff Coach has Hamm. been great. Has not it, it been
0: fun? Okay. I,
1: I like I like tuning in every day. It seems like there's uh, there's more information that we can kind of here. Um, but this I believe this was after day one. Day Coach one, Fu, Lofton, day one, day out, one. Lofton, out. remember the name. <laughs> Buy stock now. This is only August. <laughs> we sleep in May. Um, Coach Fu is fired up because this is our first home game. This is our first opener at home. Since 2016. Isn't that wild? 2016. Fun year. 2016. Good year. Good sign. Yeah. 2016. opened with Liberty. 2017. West Virginia. 2018. Florida State. 2019. Who is 2019? Boston at at BC. Oh, that
0: that was not. I was glad to delete that from our memory but Ooh, that yeah, was a hey we fun were there city. Pat, fun was that pat? The fir- pat? that's the first time we ever met 2019 first, hi- first time
1: we ever hung out i did make you a hookie passport in like 2015 no but, no, but that the was hook- the
0: first time where i was like that's pat finn and you that's were probably right. like good god there's that massive person that was still when i was rocking like
1: 290s so i was like dang, he's, dang probably- he's almost as big as his as he is loud <laughs> <laughs> So and then 2020 obviously we we're supposed to kick it off with I think we were supposed to kick it off with nc state week one, and then the ten plus one schedule came out and we were supposed to kick it off with uVA and that game got moved to the end of the year and then we uh we obviously played NC state like late september but that's that's exciting that we have a big who did game we open up who did we open up with week
0: one last year
1: nc state. Oh, okay. Was that not at home? That was. It was road? at home. It was at home, but it wasn't like I mean, uh, it was kind it of a there. There. week one. Okay. Yeah, right. we, we, were losing, we were We were down like twenty three guys. I don't know oh, how you won right. that game. You're right. Um, Grit but, is how we won that game. But, uh, so big deal. I mean, the last time there was a big time game opening weekend was Ohio State in 2015. Uh, other than that, it has been you know mainly on the road or at neutral sites. So. Exciting to kind of get that opportunity, you know, it'll be a tremendous challenge uh, playing Carolina. <laughs> also the family loves juice. Coach Fu was asked, uh, which, which player on the team is is a fan favorite among the Fuente girls and, uh, Terrell Smith, AKA juicy. is what they call him. Of course. I mean, I wouldn't have expected any other answer. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, I got to say, man, for all you uh, people I'm, I'm getting on I'm, my, I'm if you can't tell it's happening again, I'm getting fired sucked. up. I'm getting sucked into the football vortex. I'm, oh, no. I'm, I'm so back. I, all right. So, so,
1: so we're, we're just a cup just for the Twitter people. We are just a couple weeks removed from Billy Ray standing, taking a video in front of uh Wes uh, Packer and Durham and talking <laughs> about, you know, Dave Clawson or, uh,
0: yeah, that's about right. This is this is probably the one year anniversary. I'm all in. I can't wait for football season. Um, coach Fuente is nobody showing... nobody on the timeline is safe. No, nobody is safe on the timeline. Coach Fuente is showing is showing exuberant personality. If you want to go watch <laughs> uh, some some fun with foo, Fu, please tune in to the uh, to the media days. They are fun though. They are fun. So Pat, I'll let's get back to the to the foo bites.
1: Uh, it sounds like Dean is a guy that is making strides actually two guys who are making strides in the linebacker room. Um, one Dean Ferguson at Mike linebacker. He was a class of 2019 guy. I always like to talk about the Jay ham recruiting night of the class of 2019 in Arlington uh, at the cinema draft house. I remember Dean Ferguson was one of the guys that Jay ham was all fired up about. He's a dude uh, from the class of 2019 Um so, Coach Fu had comments about Dean Ferguson. He also had comments about C.J. McRae, who is the uh, the transfer linebacker from Marshall. Great name, good football St- name. Every single time I, I think about him, like, is it Clay? Is it McCray? Is it you know C.J. McCray? That is a good football name. But uh, Fuente says he's in the same mold as Allen Tisdale. Tisdale's a guy who put on a ton of weight, mm-hmm. um, but that's a good sign. So it sounds like it doesn't necessarily settle the concerns in the linebacker room from a depth perspective, but it does make me feel a lot better about it. Um heading into heading into camp here. Uh, Coach corn, a little teaser, not necessarily, uh, you know, knowing who's going to be in the backfield on the first snap against Carolina, but uh, from the looks of it, it sounds like Jalen Holston, Raheem Blackshear and Keyshawn King, just being guys who have been in the backfield and have, you know carried uh, carried the football for this offense uh, will be you know those three guys i would think marco lee is is going to be you know number 4 um he was not mentioned by coach cornelson uh, last week he was mentioned by coach funte as a freakishly
0: strong athlete so take that as you may um i'm excited man i i think i don't know see I, I switched I switched uh curious with opt- with excited um but I'm I'm excitedly curious about what's gonna happen in this in this running back room uh I know Pat Finn, I mean we know Pat Finn Pat Finn owns ocean front property on Jalen holston island um he is <laughs> he is the mayor of Jalen holston Island so he is fired up for Jalen Holston I'm fired up for Raheem Blackshear. It was interesting to say, I know Mike uh, Mike McDaniel of the Sons of Saturday put out an article about uh, some of the running back stories. You can check that out on sonsofsaturday.com. Um, but mentioned that Coach Cornelson said that he may have put way too much on Raheem Blackshear's plate, given that there was no real summer camp and uh, he was working at different positions. So it looks like he's going to have a little bit more of a defined and focused role. Um, so Raheem Blackshear is going to be interesting to watch. Would love to see Kenji Christian. I mean, that guy looks like a stud in high school, uh, just based upon his body type. Um, so, and let's not forget about Keyshawn King. Uh, Keyshawn King is back. Um, and who knows? We haven't really seen him play football in a year and a half. So, um, yeah, uh, the running back room has got
1: me, uh, has got me excitedly curious. I'm also excitedly curious nice. about the running back room. Just because there's so many bodies in there and so many young bodies in there, um, you know, think of guys who are just coming in now. You mentioned Kenji Christian. There's Malachi Thomas. Chance Black is another guy who I think Chance Black has you know kind of the skill set of um, of Raheem Blackshear from a guy who could be uh, lining up in the slot. Coach Lex has done a great job uh, so far since he's become the running backs coach at Tech. Remember everybody making fun of him too. Just okay, kidding. but. Just to, you know, put this on the horizon, there are so many guys in the running back room. There will be some attrition there. Like, there will be attrition. Not everyone's going to get carries. Some guys might transfer. Um, But, you know, the best guys in the room are going to get to see the field. And thankfully, we have a lot of talent. This is very true. Uh, Moving right along, what about some notes that you heard from Coach Hamilton on the defensive side of the ball? So it looks like he talked about two guys mainly. Uh, one Amari Barno, you look at pictures of Barno. I don't have, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think Chris Coleman from TSL, uh, probably went all over it. Um, you know, the adjusted heights and weights, uh, year over year, but I'm, I think Barno put on 15 pounds, um, give or take seeing this, seeing pictures of this guy that they're putting out, um, you know, from the first few days of camps, first few days of camp, he looks huge. Um, but Coach Ham said that he's going to be quite an asset for our defensive line, uh, creating mismatches and creating favorable matchups for our defensive line this fall. Uh, he also talked about Chamari Connor. I'm actually just going to read a direct quote from Justin, Justin Hamilton uh, speaking of Chamari, because uh, Chamari Connor is going to have a very important role. Uh, he's coming back this year. Uh, he led the team in tackles last year, he had 82 tackles. But uh, Coach Ham says, let me go back. And we first got him, or when I first got him in 2019, he was very raw. From a drill perspective, from technique, backpedaling, transitioning, pad level, he was very raw. I mean, you can see the skills that he was very raw. We've seen him fine-tune that. He's a guy that if you come over here on a Saturday or a Sunday when you're not in practice, not working, it's not uncommon at all to see him out there on the grass working by himself. He was working on the sled one day last year. I just so happen to see that he's out in the sand pit. He's a guy that works on his craft, and he's gotten so much better understanding what formations means, what splits mean, what receiver strengths and weaknesses mean, uh, what the meters of receivers mean, pre-snap reads for quarterbacks. He's developed a lot in those areas. He still has a lot of room where he can improve, and he knows that, and he will work towards that. As far as a technician, that's where I've seen him make the most strides. He's always been an aggressive contact seeker. But technically, he's become much more sound. Um, just to to see Coach Ham kind of go that that far in depth, uh, you know, analyzing a player's progression, you know, year over year. I guess over the last two seasons since Coach has been coaching him directly, uh, that says a lot. I think Shamari Connor is a guy that is you know one of the the top three leaders on the defense. And also, it says a lot about him too because he was selected to go to the ACC kickoff. So you know that he must have had a really good spring. He must have been very vocal over the summer, um, helping out with workouts. But again, excitedly curious.
0: Yeah, I think I think the common denominator here. I'm just liking the vibes. The vibe I know vibes aren't Uh-oh, Oh, oh Philly is falling for vibes. I'm I feel I'm I'm are you not liking the vibes? I'm enjoying it. Mean,
1: I, I, I always like the vibes. There's a zero, <laughs> there's a zero in the loss column right now. The vibes are
0: tremendous. The vibes are immaculate. Uh it seems like everybody's having fun. I mean, we got the little Braxton and Jordan and Jordan Williams joking around about the stretch play. there's no way Jordan caught him. Um, but they're having fun, uh, you know, talking about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Hokies FB. Putting out some uh, some funny content. Some funny content. Uh, I will say this. Look, this is in our season preview. I feel good about our ones. We cannot get hurt. Like, that. that is why I'm really... It, it, you have to stay healthy. I think this team has a real chance if we can
1: stay healthy. You know, the, the theme of this pandemic over the last 18 or so months has been, you know, stay well, stay safe, stay healthy. Stay but positive, test we, negative. I think we just need to... Really divert that to the uh, to the physical wellness and physical well being of our football players this fall. Completed. Stay healthy, stay safe. Please. <laughs> Don't get hurt at practice. Don't get hurt on the weekends. Just <laughs> if you see, wrap these guys up in uh, in, in bubble wrap. <laughs> if you see Brax, if you see
0: Bra Bracton, if you see Braxton <laughs> Broxton, or Broxton. Bra- Broxton. If you see Broxton at the laser tag facility, just be careful. Say, Hey, you know, look out, not just, please be healthy. Please be, please be careful. Watch out for the foam roller over there um, or any of the cover and the laser tag room, but they probably have the whole place remembered by now. They uh, better,
1: they, they better be careful in those facilities. <laughs> that would not, that would not make for a good conversation. Walking to practice one day with a bum ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Tripped over a, a six-year-old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> our last uh, our last big thing here um is gonna be a whole lot of me talking and getting emotional here um so um emotional cross- bill cross-country bill um took on a uh probably the most comedic uh part of this entire trip so I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, what States have I not been to? And I've never been to New Mexico. Um, New Mexico was not a state that I had been to. So I see that Packy Naughton is uh, at the time was pitching with the Salt Lake Bees. Uh, they were headed down to Albuquerque to play the Albuquerque isotopes. Um, interesting name. So I decided to hop in my truck and drive to Albuquerque to catch Pachy Packy Pitch. Wait, sing the song. Uh uh, point me in, in the, the direction, direction of Albuquerque. Albuquerque. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to my guy, Kay Finn, getting me hip to the Partridge family. Um, so I drive um, all the way to Albuquerque, New Mexico um, from San Diego. I'll plug this in here and tell you exactly how far it is. Uh, and I've also had trouble spelling Albuquerque the last couple days. So that is 11 hours and 17 minutes, 775 miles. I get all the way to Albuquerque and I'm like, yo, Packy, like, uh, I'll pick you up, pick tomorrow, you pitch tomorrow. Let's, 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 let's crush some Buffalo wild wings. We do that head to Buffalo wild wings. Uh, and he's talking, Hey man, like, you know, uh, the vibes again, immaculate vibes going on in the, in the salt Lake bees locker room. Uh, he's like, things are going well. You know, I think I got a chance to. Uh, You know, a couple more starts, I might be headed to Anaheim. I'm like, dude, hell yeah, let's go. So as Pat will tell you, I'm notorious for having the phone on Do Not Disturb. Um, You know, that's just, you know, one of my bugaboos. Um, So my phone is on Do Not Disturb. I'm getting dressed to get ready to go to the game. And Chris Monaco calls me. Uh, I just so happen to see it. Uh, And he goes, Hey man, you can't, you can't see Packy pitch tonight. Like, and he said it in kind of like a sorrow tone. I'm like, dude, what happened? Did he hit his elbow? Did he get a boo-boo? Did he hit his elbow? Like what's, what's the deal? He says, no, he's on a plane. He's in the uh, terminal headed to Texas. He got called up to the angels and is uh, going to the major leagues. So uh, excitedly and a little bit um, frustrated uh, with the timing Uh, hopped back in my car, drove back all the way to Los Angeles and, uh, got to see Packy, uh, with the team, uh, in Los Angeles for the Dodgers, uh, for the Dodgers, uh, series. Uh, it was surreal. Um, I've seen for the last few years, I know Packy was a ninth round draft pick for the Cincinnati Reds was an Adam Eaton trade, got traded to the angels. Um, I saw him pitch in Daytona. Uh for the Dort- Tortugas, me, Tyler Fitzgerald drove down to Chattanooga and watched him pitch where literally we parked our car and were maybe one of like 19 people at the game uh at <laughs> double A. Uh and then just going to Dodger Stadium uh and seeing him in the bullpen uh was absolutely incredible. Uh I also saw Juan Lagares in the uh, in the elevator, former Met. Uh, dude used to strike out all the time, was a great fielder though. I said, Hey, are you Juan Lagares? He was like, Yes, yes, I am. I was like, Dude, I'm a huge fan. I'm a Mets guy. Loved you, loved you, loved watching you play. <laughs> and he kind of gave me a little, little, uh, little salute deal. Um, but anyway, uh, what a great time. Uh, seeing uh, Woody, Joey, Fitz, Andy, and the crew, uh, all in uh, Los Angeles. And then today, as we all predicted, of course, the day that everybody leaves, Packy Naughton did make his major league debut today. Uh, with one inning, he gave up one earned run. He was rocking and rolling, got the first two outs. Um, but he, uh, then a streaker ran onto the field for like four minutes in the middle of his, uh, in the middle of his thing. Um, and, uh, he ended up giving up a, uh, an RBI single. Um, but, uh, man, great to see him get out there and excited to see him continue to move, uh, move up the ranks. Um, but, uh, packing professional baseball player. Uh, in the bigs, so really, uh, really, really happy for him. That's
1: special. Hashtag Hokies in the pros. Hokey that's pros. pretty cool. That's, that's Pro-keys, pretty cool. Dude. I <laughs> Pro-keys. We're bringing that back this year. We're bringing it back. I always think that one of the coolest things in professional sports is the call up, the call up yeah. process. Yeah. Uh, from from double A AA to triple A to the bigs. Yeah. And, you know. Every every player who gets that call from AAA uh, to the big leagues, you know, welcome to the show. They're getting their shot, right?
0: Yeah, I remember uh, he told me about how it went down. Uh, where literally it was his day pitching, uh, and like an hour and a half before the game, uh, his, his skipper walks in and goes, uh, he goes, "Not and get the hell out of here. You're headed to Texas." Um, <laughs> and he literally got on the plane. Uh, FaceTimed him and we kind of just had like 15 seconds where we're just like staring at each other. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I'm going to the show. I was like, you're going to the show. So uh man, just such a, such a cool story for him. Um And uh so damn
1: excited that it's uh that it's worked out, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. We have a, uh, you know, we got the Charlotte Knights down here. I think they I'm, I'm like 99% positive. They're uh, they're triple a, they're White Sox, right? Are they yeah, the White, Sox. The White Sox. Yep. Yeah. This guy, uh, I forget his first name, last name Burger. Like, dude, geez, that was our guy, to the third baseman yeah. Burger. He got yeah. called up a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, but that there's nothing like that first call up. Um, you know, one of my closest friends from home, uh, he's a first cousin with Mike Yastrzemski, and um, we followed Mike's career from when he graduated Vanderbilt and five years in the minor leagues uh, with the Orioles. And then he gets traded to the, uh, to the Giants farm system and Memorial day weekend in 2021. He's or, uh, of 2019, he gets called up and uh, you know, he's had a fantastic couple of seasons for the Giants so far. It, it was cool. We, we would follow him in the big leagues or not the big leagues the minors all around like the, uh, the mid Atlantic um, seeing games in Trenton or Lehigh or other, you know, kind of random minor league stadiums so it was cool because mike and trey mancini were roommates uh, at one point so i got to meet trey mancini when he was i think it was it might have been double a um probably four or five years ago but good for packing man so cool so cool to see Hokie is doing well on the pros um i guess our last thing here bill what made us smile? I guess we have a couple last things here. What made us smile? Brought to you by the Sons of Smiles at the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry. I love complete dentistry. Shout out to our guide, Dr. John <laughs> Cran, down in Chesapeake. Bill, what made you smile this week? I think I think we already know. Yeah, I mean, seeing Pac, he called up, made me smile. And I,
0: I don't want this to get mixed up, uh, but I'll say what's making me smile now is it's been a long long couple of days uh, or actually week 775 miles to new mexico 775 miles back here and then 130 miles to go to a place that admittedly i kind of hate los angeles um so i'm really excited in words (laughs) i don't like that place man that place kind of sucks um i'm excited (laughs) to do nothing and sleep in my bed and not have to drive anywhere for the foreseeable future i might I, I might get a divorce for my my truck and I need to need to spend some time apart. Um, so I think uh, that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm smiling about.
1: Bill is not smiling at the uh, the California no. gas prices and having no. a uh, an F one fifty. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm smiling, and I know Grayson would have been announcing this because I know he'd be smiling about it. But I am smiling about joining Don V Fridays this week. That is going to be great, uh, Don V. I've been I've been following him probably for over ten years now uh, since when he put YouTube videos out, uh, you know talking smack about Alabama in two thousand nine. Uh, how you guys going to stop Tyrod Taylor? Number five is what I remember from that video. But throwing throwing hands with uh with Scott Leffler back in the day. Don the- <laughs> <laughs> is a national treasure of Hokie Twitter and Hokie Nation, so we're we're fired up about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. That has me smiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we go into the week. And then Sharky shout-outs. Sharky shout-outs
0: uh, on a little bit of a... Well, first of all, I want to shout-out everybody that's working uh, in camp uh, across Virginia Tech football. I know Isaiah, Isaiah Ford's been shining. We got Caleb Farley, who's uh, finally been medically uh, medically approved to go. Uh, so excited about him. Heard great things about Christian Derisaw. Uh, but shout-out to everybody that's working. Um, hope to see you guys, again, staying healthy. Uh, and doing the damn thing on a more somber note, rest in peace to Bobby Bowden, uh, an absolute legend, a good friend of coach uh, of coach Beamer, a uh, great competitor, one of the best coaches ever uh, and a legendary coach at Florida State uh, passed away today. So um, tip our caps to the legendary coach, Bobby Bowden. Um, and uh,
1: those are uh, that's what I got. Ninety one years old, a true football coach and a builder of a dynasty. i um, Florida state uh, in the late eighties or, you know, nineties, obviously 1999 team that beat Virginia tech. Um, but coach Bowden built all of that. And uh, you know, going to Tallahassee in 2018, it was kind of funny. Um, our Uber driver to the airport was a massive Knowles fan and, Hated everything about Jimbo Fisher, even though Jimbo Fisher had you know won them a national championship in uh, in twenty thirteen. Was but you know was praising everything about Coach Bowden, just kind of understanding the dynamic there um, was interesting. It was you know Coach Bowden is essentially their Frank Beamer, um, you know a legend, legendary figurehead coach of the school. Um, so rest in peace, Coach Bowden. Um, and I guess my shout out here, Desiree Reed Francois. Former, I believe, deputy AD was the position that Desiree had at Virginia Tech uh, from PRF. 20, from from 2014 to 2017. Uh, so in 2017, Desiree left and went to UNLV to become the athletic director there. Well, we just found out about an hour or two ago that Desiree Reed Francois is going to be the athletic director at Mizzou. Wow, SEC. Uh, so. Just it just a, means a, more Pat a success story there shout out, shout out to Desiree um when I took coach John Boleyn's class he he taught sports management I believe was the name of the class uh, for a semester back in my junior year and and uh Desiree came and spoke to our class and she was fantastic the Whit Babcock coaching tree right yeah a coach at Cincinnati the, the ad tree the directing tree
0: the, the leadership athletic tree. direction up tree? tree. Um, yeah, no, uh, she That's was definitely deal. there. And I remember, um, I remember the kind of the common consensus was she was, uh, she was eventually going to go, go off and, and make a, uh, make a name for herself at a, at a major university. And she is just a few years later, um, taking on an sec school. Uh, speaking of LV Las Vegas, uh, I just want to expand the shout outs to Justin Robinson, who is on the summer league team. They are playing in Las Vegas now for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, so make sure you check out NBA summer league. I was watching today, Yamadur, uh, the future of the Celtics point guard. Uh, he was, he was playing this year. Um, so, uh, but NBA summer league tune in, check out Justin Robinson. They're playing in Las Vegas. Um, aside from that sun's still out, I may go lay in it. Um,
1: Pat, what are you doing this afternoon? It's already, you know, almost eight o'clock over here. I'm probably going to eat my dinner and, Seinfeld reruns, get ready for the work week. You know, can I ask a question? Just, just a little banter. What are you watching nowadays?
0: TV. I don't watch TV. Okay. I was going to ask if I should get into outer banks because a lot of people were talking about it. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't, maybe, I don't know. That didn't go the way that
1: I thought it would. I, (laughs) I don't have cable right now. (laughs) I'm I'm a big YouTube guy. Like although (laughs) I don't have like the YouTube subscription though, like I'll go on YouTube and I'll type in like, country music videos no, me and, and just Pat. like have them on
0: when I'm cooking dinner. Me and <laughs> Pat, the extent when, of it. I, when I went to Charlotte, the last time I was in Charlotte and stayed with Pat, me and Pat watched a bunch of those business insider videos, like <laughs> 10 minute breakdowns on like why China has done a good job with their high speed rail system. Why American <laughs> airports are not. I think
1: you mean Europe. Europe, yes, Europe, Europe, Europe,
0: Europe. Why, uh, why American airports are so much dirtier compared to international airports? They're pretty interesting, if you don't have They care. are interesting. They are
1: very, very, very in-depth.
0: <laughs> like, if you are ready to just feed your brain. Yeah. Why do we have to blame Dwight D. Eisenhower for the gas prices? I don't know. You better go check out <laughs> Mrs. Insider. Um, but anyway, everybody <laughs> have a great week, uh, and we will talk to you, David Hale, Don V., Evan Hughes, and John Laser. Real soon, and and Grayson, Grayson. By the way, we'll address this. Grayson, a lot of flight delays. Fly out of LAX. Um, What is LAX having it in the beginning? L A and L A has always got some stuff going on backwards. So his flights were delayed. So he's, he's catching up on some sleepy weepies.
1: But he's back but he's, he's made it back to the 804. Yes. He is on the East Coast. We got yes. him. We got we're, him back. For a we, bit. Or I, lady, I got him. You don't have him. You're in San Diego. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.
0: Uh, so, all right. Everybody have a great week, and we will talk to you soon.
2: To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I notice what you're thinking Please don't notice, let us